There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon, and uh, welcome Lori and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We've got stuff to give away today and all of this week, and we're going to give you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see The Wild, their game coming up on February 13th. So stick around. We'll let you know when to call in and grab the tickets to The Wild game coming up February 13th next week. Okay? Very good. Very, very good, good. Very good. All right. <sighs> Listen, yes. we got a notable obituary, Julia. You okay. probably didn't keep up on this. I know you were looking at a little bit of gossip here and there. I was. Uh, but this happened, I think this was um, uh, yesterday. Uh, I think she passed away on Saturday, but um, or Friday, excuse me, Mary Higgins Clark. Oh, my word. How author. many of her books did we read? Oh, so known so as the many. Queen of Suspense. She was 92 years old, and... I always forget that she was a widowed mother of five in her 40s when she started writing. And um, she was an almost instant sensation in 1975 when she wrote Where Are the Children? The story was about a mom who not for the first time must prove her innocence when her children go missing. And Clark, who had struggled alone to support her family, described herself that moment as a prospector stumbling on a vein of gold. With that story, right. and she wrote dozens of novels, t- tens of millions of copies. She sold her first book for three thousand. Okay, and because she discovered the formula for crowd pleasing geared towards women crime fiction, she collected one point five million for her second Stop. novel, which was called "A Stranger Here's- Is Watching." Yes. Which I know we both yes. read about a kidnapping in New York City's Grand Central Station in 2000 after Simon and Schuster had given her many generous um, um, advances. They gave her a 64 million contract for five books. Wow. That's wow. how, if you notice, if you go to an airport, it's always Mary Higgins. Yeah. James Patterson. Yep. I mean, there's yeah. always, and the deal made her per volume the highest paid female writer in the world, as reported by the New York Times. And her name is as big as the title, if not bigger. Yes, you're cover, right. Yeah. You're right. Because mm-hmm. you know what to expect. It's like Rosemary Rogers was for a while, or like you, you said, Patterson. Yeah. Wow. And she said, um, she also wrote short stories, children's book, and a memoir. 
called Kitchen Privileges that recounted a life marked by hardship, including the loss of a young, at a young age of her dad. Her two brothers died. And Jeez. like her fictional heroines, she was a plucky, self-reliance and... Um, kind of gal. Because that was always the protagonist, mm-hmm. a professional uh, woman. She said, my people are never looking for trouble. I write about nice people whose lives are in danger. And her narratives, while not often lauded for their sub- subtlety, were very readable. She researched the topics addressed in her fiction. She attended murder trials. She oh, really? confirmed medical terminology with doctors. Many of her plot lines were taken right from crime in the news. Once she told the Washington Post she heard a broadcast in Chicago about a man who'd hidden in a couple's attic for a month. Oh, man, and I, we know this one. Yeah, when eventually yeah. he ambushed the woman, he repeated to her the conversations he'd overheard in the bedroom she shared with her husband. She said, imagine the terror of that. A man comes in and out of the attic and eavesdropped. Such a marvelous idea. (laughs) (laughs) I ran with it. And she was born in 1927 in the Bronx. And as a teenager, she worked as a telephone operator at a hotel where she said she listened in on the conversations of then unknown playwright Tennessee Williams. Really? Interesting. That's a good touch of that. Yes. Anyway, so she died in Naples, Florida. How old was she? 92. All right. Yeah. Queen of Suspense. Boy, she got a lot of people reading. Yes, she did. I mean, did. you think about some of these authors that just were prolo- prolific and you could follow them and you knew what you to expect. Harold Robbins, her, and yep. then uh, who's the other side of Midnight Guy? Sydney, Sydney Sheldon? Yes, yes Sydney yes, Sheldon. Sydney Sheldon. Was, and, and Lucky. Um, yeah. What's her name? It's, um, Joan Collins' Joan sister. Collins, Jackie Collins. Jackie Collins. Yes, yeah. yeah, she was another one. Boy. And um, Jack, uh, Jacqueline Suzanne, with yes, you know, yes. so many, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so she she passed away, and she died of natural causes. That, 38 yeah. novels total. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and her she also started collaborating with her daughter, Carol Higgins Clark. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. So she just, like, uh, people loved her. And she was a, you know, really, I'm sure she was a well-loved member of the Simon & Schuster family. She sold a lot of books for him, too. Yeah, she did. Daniel Steele. That was the other one I was thinking of. I couldn't think of her name. Mm -hmm. 800 million books sold. Wow. Wow. And and Mary Hill. All right, so for perspective, Mary Higgins Clark, 100 million. Daniel Steele, 800 million. And she's still writing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. But more of an audience, maybe for romance than mystery. You Daniel know, a lot of, yeah. But she would yeah. combine them both a little. And Sandra Brown kind of did it too. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. Yeah, you know. But I'm she was saying, more. Daniel Steele was way more. Romance. Yeah, because she was queen of suspense. Oh, yeah. Some people don't like reading anything like that because they don't like getting the idea in their head. Yeah. Of a stranger being up in your attic listening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we don't we don't know when this is going to happen, but. Um, the Star Tribune is reporting that workers unveiled a Rolling Stones ice sculpture outside the IDS this center this morning. Why? Because the Rolling Stones are coming to Minneapolis this summer, mm. where the billion-dollar stadium where the Vikings play at is where they think the concert's going to be, and they think it's going to be June or July. Rumors have been swirling on fan sites 
with billboards and other signs in other cities that have been rolled out. Pittsburgh, they um, let's spend the night together with the tongue and the lips. Yeah. Just to kiss away. Oh, dear. I don't want them to play at either. that stadium. And the either. last time we saw them uh, was in 2015. At, we went to the show and they were at TCF and it was a great. It was so fun. I like, I hate an indoor concert in the summer. It's wrong. And the bouncing acoustics yeah. of that glass. Uh, That's a bummer. It is a bummer. I guess last year, now this is Riemann Schneider reporting this, when Garth Brooks used curtains to yes. cover much of the stadium's glass surfacing. Mm-hmm. I guess that was an improvement. That helped a lot. It okay. helped, but there's going to be 20 uh, How many cities and... Um, you know, they're not saying it's a farewell tour, but uh, Charlie Watts turned 79 in oh June and the lads are 76. And of course, the young one is, um, you know, Ron 72. Woods. Yeah, Ron it's like Woods, 72. Yeah. The young one, the, the, young, the one. young kid, the teenager in the group. And we already have at U.S. Bank Stadium, Kenny Chesney, May 2nd, yeah. Motley Crue with Def Leppard, Poison and Joan Jett, which is like yeah, my son's going to that. So tempting. <laughs> June 27th, George Strait, August 22nd, and uh, August 11th, another really exciting concert, Green Day with Weezer and Fall Out Boy. (gasps) So they are getting... They are buying into that hook, line, and sinker into that U.S. Bank Stadium. Because of the number of tickets they can sell. It's called money, honey. Jeez. Jeez And it's more than TCF Bank Stadium. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yeah. It's a lot It's more. way more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not even close. <laughs> and then they don't have to worry about the logistics if it rains. Right. Oh, that's such a drag. Right. Listen, we got to go because, Julia, we're eating into your time for that's Random right. Thoughts. We'll be right Did you miss Hollywood Speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here's something um, that I couldn't print out, so be. I know the facts, but don't ask me any questions about the details, okay? All right. I'm, I, I can handle that. All right. That. So do you guys ever wonder what happens to the losing team in a major event like... The San Francisco 49ers just won Super Bowl, whatever the hell it was, T-shirts that were made for last night. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't play because I do know the answer. Oh, okay. I don't. I, they just go back dejectedly no. to their locker room and cry? No. Well, the players do, Lori, but yeah. the shirts. Yeah. Every national championship, anything big that happens, someone's going to win and someone's going to lose. So the losing merchandise has, um, there's a group called um, Good 360, and what they do is the NFL or the NBA or the MLB baseball, whatever the sport is. Yeah, I, I never thought about that they print up both. Yes, oh, they yeah, do because yeah. they have them on immediately. Um, so they have a contract with Good 360, and then Good 360 has a warehouse and distribution center in Pittsburgh, and they are in charge. They send these shirts to areas that have had a disaster. In the right, world. Right. So they get the shirts out to anybody because they're already made. They're nice shirts. But how many, do, how many do they print, do you think? Like Probably just, a lot because imagine, because all of them are in stores today. Yeah. 
You know, you do a short run. It depends on who's in it. You have an idea how big the traffic's going to be. But those shirts that already have been made go to good use. Yes. And the caps, too. And the caps. Yeah, they Mm -hmm. always make the caps. So it goes to people who have had disasters worldwide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt for Aaron Andrews interviewing the 49ers coach. She looked like she was going to cry, and he looked like he was going to cry. It was was a very awkward interview. My sister, when the game starts yesterday, she goes, I want that San Francisco coach to win. He's only 27 years old. And I said, where do you get 27 from? I know, Joel's. He's the youngest coach. And I said, where do you get 27 I know. Was he 27? He's 40. Oh, okay. And I was going crazy. And I'm like, He's a young-looking coach, well, though. Right. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, Mike yeah. Shanahan's yeah. Um, son, and it's a good Who's story. Who's Mike Shanahan? He was the former coach for the Denver um, Broncos. Wow. Right, Donnie? Plethora. Yeah, he comes from a very yeah. uh, famous football, football family. family. Yeah. But she's yeah. like, he's so young. He's only 27. 27. I'm like, where'd you pull that from? I was just ah. going crazy. Yeah. And she pulled it. Okay. Um, okay, so that's what happens with that. All right. Um, today is National Football Hangover Day if people are wondering where their colleagues and, are. And do you want to know what Super Bowl Sunday for like the last several years is also known? Janet Jackson and Appreciation Day. I have Day. that. Oh, I, I have that. Know yes. That. It really is. Yep. Huh. Yep. Always remembering her. Mm-hmm. Not remembering the other one. Yeah, okay, right. so there's also some thoughts, and it's kind of an interesting thought. Why not just put it on a Saturday night, the Super Bowl? No, too okay. much money to be made on Sunday. Oh, no, no way. More eyes. People go out on Saturday night. All right. Yeah. All we right. don't waste it on I that night. I would never think of that. We wouldn't waste it on a Saturday no, night. No, I agree. Are still a high schooler. <laughs> no, okay. I do. Yeah, I just... I love it. Stay yeah. with it. Okay, so um, here's what's happening. If you've been in some malls lately, there are some empty storefronts. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so uh, people are blaming it on Amazon As and you, you can, you, changing yeah. um, changing shopping habits habits from internet savvy folks or people who they said thirty percent can be blamed on Amazon. It's and that's a, a big that's big, a big number. number. And when you think of all the boxes and packaging, just think about those thoughts. We're not pointing fingers, but okay. you know who you are. Right. Um but so Forever 21 is kind of always a big great store for young girls to go in, people in their 20s or even us. Yeah. It's trend merchandise that works. People would go and get it because it's not expensive enough to even have it shipped to you really. Right, right. But you want to go get the latest things. So yep. what's happening now is because so many storefronts are closing in malls, mall owners bought Forever 21 because they want to keep that store open. So the people who own Simon Properties, which own the Mall of America, and Brookfield Property, partners of all the largest malls in the country, they bought Forever 21 for $81 million. Like to the keep company? It open. Yes. The whole company? They bought the whole company to keep it open. Wow. wow. Isn't that that's, something? That's interesting. So they're buying it. They just said. Um, and maybe the, the people that used to own it have a contract to keep running things. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Well, maybe they have that. Yeah. And since they own all the malls, they won't charge themselves huge amount of money. Well, of course, <laughs> well, Lori. That's true. Two groups low are... Low rent. Yeah, low yeah. rent. 
And so they're trying to stop their malls from being ghost towns. And yeah. you've seen Rosedale do some creative things, you know, some different things trying to get people into the yeah, malls. And yeah, I think they're having wrestling coming they up. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, so they bought Aerospo- Aerospotel, Aristotle, Aeropostale, Aeropostale mm-hmm. in 2016. Mm-hmm. Another group. Yeah, and so, that, that is a younger yes, demo for that place, too. To keep too. the younger mm-hmm. kids going to the malls. And, you know, yeah. so I, th- I just thought that was interesting yeah. today. And then this is an interesting fact. If you are someone that can give blood, only um, sometimes only 3% of American people donate blood. And the blood transfusion is one of the most common hospital procedures in the United States. Just throwing that out there for anybody. Mm -hmm. This is sad news for Highland Park. The Highland Fest has been canceled, not just for this year, but forever. Yeah, it's permanent. On Friday, they announced it's canceled forever. Uh, the Highland Business Association that has put, been putting on the event for 35 plus yeah, years here and there. Yeah. Said significant increase in expenditures over police security costs oh, and the dear. inability to receive a cultural star fund this year, which is a grant by the city to promote local arts and cultures. They just said the risk is too big. It's too big. So that's kind of sad for yeah, HP. Yeah, a long time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It has been there. If you still have your new year's resolution working you're I'm shocked it's day shocked. it's day 32 yeah it should be broken by now <laughs> and here's why <laughs> am i uh, right is it usually broken by now well it says a new study found the average american fan finally buckles on day 32 which was february 1st mm-hmm. february 1st yeah, yeah. um Get that right i know <laughs> top five reasons lack of self-discipline too busy Pressure from your family, but you know your significant other's a bad influence and doesn't want to do it. Yeah. And January is always a long month. Five weeks. It was a long. Days. Yeah, it is a long month. So it already feels like you've been doing the resolutions forever. And, and that's why a lot of people pick February to be dry because mm-hmm. there's only 28 days. I mean, people are. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Twenty nine. This year. Twenty nine. Oh, is it twenty nine? Leap year. Oh, okay. So what does that mean? Like someone is having like their fifth, tenth. Yeah, you always, you always hear that the twenty nine babies. Uh, why couldn't I have been I born on the? <laughs> that would have been so Just good. pretend you yeah, are. I'm only twelve. I know. That's right. mm-hmm. <laughs> Adulting apparently is tough. These are things that people struggle with. Yes. Um. Let's see. If people are worried, if um. They're embarrassed if someone pops in unannounced because they keep their house in such a pigsty. Pigsty. Sixty-five percent of people are worried about that. Really? Twenty-six. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in your twenties, you don't care if your house is a pig. Right. Pigsty. Are you saying adulting is is a twenties thing? Well, I mean, that's when most people have to start facing it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Twenties, you got to learn to grow up. Yeah. Yes. I mean, unless you were somebody who moved out of your house when you were 18. Right. Then you learned And you started adulting really quick. Yeah. Um, 26% don't feel like they're on the top of their careers. Well, die. you're still young. 54% avoid to-do lists. Yeah. Um, and 21% just said the dirty laundry. And then and then when you do a load of laundry, you forget you did the load of laundry. So you rewash the load of laundry because <laughs> you leave it in there too long and it smells. Yeah. 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 
That drives me crazy. Yeah. And it does happen. So that's... Do you think if you wash your clothes and forget about it in the winter, it's less likely to have a smell if you forget about it for like just a day? Oh, you can forget for a day. But not in the summer. No, I would agree with you. In the summer, then... the humidity. Yeah. The humidity, something makes it go. But in the winter, those those clothes are really just chilling. Lori, I would agree 100%. And what I always do, if I know I'm not going to get back to it, I just lift up the top of the laundry. Yeah. And then you you can dry them with a wet towel, and they're fine. Yeah, okay, good. That's kind of a little trick. Okay, so it's doggy date night tonight, people. Yay! Yay! What's that mean? I don't know. Let's pretend like I Okay, this was my story. So my um, brother-in-law's in in a band. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to have time. Well, anywho. um, Oh, I don't have time. It's not going to be be that good, but now I'm going to just tell Lori off the air. But basically, a woman sings in the band, and she came over to practice singing yesterday, and she has a puppy, and she knows my sister doesn't want a dog that sheds in her house because her kids are allergic to it, but she always brings the puppy and says, oh, the puppy's so cold in the car. Manipulative. Yeah, that is kind of a nippy. That's not okay. I know, and and so then I told the lady, this new lady, I'm allergic to. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm allergic to traffic. <laughs> Holly is not, though. Oh, no, I'm is not. Is it bad? No, it's not too bad this afternoon. Uh, just an average Monday, I would say. Your mind talk traffic starting near Maplewood, 94 westbound. A crash from Highway 61 to White Bear Avenue. And also another crash near Maplewood. That's uh, 94 westbound. From- ah, Lizzo, she was in Miami having fun at the Super Bowl. She did have to take a selfie, although she's okay. smiling. Smiling, smiling with Jeff Bezos, and he d- he labels it. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100 percent Lizzo's biggest fan. It was kind of cute. It was really cute. But they were and at the Super Bowl. Yes, and what a nice person to have as a fan. As a fan, the richest it's... guy in the world. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I heard Harry's show had to be uh, canceled because of they had a storm. They, they a storm, did. Yeah, it was cold just, there it yesterday. It was cold. It wasn't. Miami, good weather like you want. I'm surprised I wasn't there. I know it. Um, (laughs) Some of the celebrities that were like uh, really going crazy for the Shakira and J-Lo doing the halftime show, um, the celebrity fans were going nuts. And I see some of them do what I do, which is take a picture of the TV screen and then just caption it. it. Amazing. Uh, Let's see, Kim Kardashian, they shut it down. Um, uh, Her sister, Chloe, I'm fangirling. Um, And also Lady Gaga gave a really, did a really sweet tweet about it. Of course, your guy, you know, her boyfriend, A-Rod, did a oh. video of him twirling around dancing oh. as her show is going on. I know. I, he's Instead so... Of, but he's probably seen the rehearsal, but still, it was like, God, dude, be in the moment. He couldn't. No, I know. He is so into himself. Yeah, here's what Lady Gaga said. J-Lo and Shakira and all the special guests were so incredible. What a fun halftime show. I danced and smiled the whole time. Such powerful, sexy women. Love you, beautiful, sexy, talented women. Lots of... Heart emojis and God, the the photos that they got of them spinning and dancing. Well, their costumes were just glittery, and they Good. just everything worked off the lights. It was so beautiful. Um, Rob Keith, Thomas said uh, Shakira and J Lo for the for the win. Pink halftime was joy. Yes, everything that's a yes, and that's how we felt. Keith Urban, all right. Now that was a global Super Bowl halftime performance! Exclamation! Stunning. We loved it. Congrats.
Say, I heard Holly mention something. I didn't catch this, but if from the aerial shot, did you guys know the aerial shot, the stage was the symbol for female? Yes. Oh, you did see that? Yeah. I didn't so catch that. I didn't either until I looked at it, and then right. they had the toy. They had a gold and purple cross that was sort of the right, right. Like Kobe the body Bryant. is yes. Kobe Bryant, and then the, and the cages, and mm-hmm. then the stage. That stage was so cool. And you saw the players lined up on the twenty-four yard yes. line mm. to honor Kobe. Yeah. It was just. It was. It, it was, was fun. That was a fun Super Bowl, but with that many people watching, ninety-nine million people. That's a hundred and four for the halftime right. show, Missy. But I'm just even talking about a football game. I mean, yeah. that is a big, big. Jeez. Yeah, it is. Okay, big so, numbers. Um, there were some. Uh, the Today Show really had some awkward moments today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Savannah Guthrie had an awkward moment with. With uh, Joe Biden in Iowa, yes, and then, he did over the well, weekend. No, this or was, was that this today? morning. Oh, this was dear. this morning because uh, uh, Savannah's in Iowa. Hoda was anchoring New York. Then Hoda, of course, was doing the third hour of the Today Show, which is when Nick and Vanessa Lachey stopped by. They did not get the first two hours because there was simply too much going on between Iowa caucusing the Super Bowl, the ads, the halftime coronavirus. Show. Yes, exactly. There's a lot happening. So Nick and Vanessa, they are, um, they sat down. They're talking about their new Netflix dating show, Love Is Blind. Uh huh. Which we've seen iterations of this. This is people are going to date and agree to get married, but have never seen each other. Right. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Good but idea. Anyway, um, so they're sitting down and chatting, and because Hoda had just interviewed Jessica Simpson that Nick we're going ex-wife. That's right. We saw a little bit of it last week. We're going to see more tomorrow because mm-hmm. Jessica's book is coming out tomorrow. She remarked that Nick and Vanessa were so nice to send Jessica Simpson a gift. Mm-hmm. Is that where we got it? We okay. do hear that. All right. All here right. we go. I interviewed Jessica Simpson for her book, Open Book, and she talked about how she has her life with her husband and her children, and she yeah. was really, really happy for y'all. She kept saying, like, they sent me something beautiful when I got, you know, when I when we had our children, et cetera, et cetera. But I, when I was learning about her, it was all this stuff I didn't know. I didn't know she'd been through this abuse. I didn't know she had drinking problems. And sometimes you don't even share that with the person you're closest to. Was this kind of news to you, Nick, or did you oh, were you kind so of aware of what? Her- I uh, I'll be honest. I obviously haven't read the book, right. uh, so I don't know what, what what she said or what she revealed yeah. uh, there. But uh, certainly happy, you know, for her and, and her life. I know she is happy for us. And, yeah, yeah. She really uh, and there's you know there's definitely a mutual yeah. you know, respect there. Uh, so that's you know we, obviously it was a long time ago and we've yeah. we've all moved on i feel bad i'm sorry you said somebody sent her we i because now it's like did we it wasn't us but thank you yeah she got something nice from you guys yeah. after i don't remember after some moment in her life yeah. and she thought it was sweet and mm-hmm. you know so anyway so she she sort of was like saying kind of thanks mm-hmm. to you guys mm-hmm. um what'd you send her that's i didn't no, no, you I can't can't her? no i didn't say i don't know her address <laughs> uh, so, but thank you whoever sent it from us yes Awkward. Okay. <laughs> and Hoda was, was unusually pushing. awkward. I thought for... so, saying so much about his ex-wife. Yes, with the other way. That's how Hoda was tired. She stayed up and watched the whole game. <laughs> okay? No, she did, because I... she talked about it. She said the game was too good. We couldn't go to bed. You know, she gets up at 3.30 in oh, the morning. Oh, I know it. Because Horrible. she was going on and on 
about Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey was like visibly uncomfortable. And he said, I obviously haven't read the book. And then obviously, and then she's like, wait a second. And I mean, it was just classic it, television. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And I obviously haven't read the book. He, um, he was a dink to her. Was he? Yeah. What you're getting. That's what I'm getting. He and and we know that if you were to go back and look at the newlyweds, mm-hmm. he very much you know, she went from and this is why it's never a good idea to go from your mom and dad's house to being married. To being married without having to stop in between to yes. be on your own. Yeah. And he kind of was very if you looked at that show, he not that into her? So, yeah, maybe not that into her, kind of like looking down on her, like, you know, you little... Dumb blonde. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of. And I think she got sick of not being seen by her man. And and it kind of sounds and like that. And I think that. we're going to get that in the book. Yeah. We're going to read that, although right now the things that are getting uh, uh, the play, well, that was getting a little bit of play because just it was so Awkward. tense. It was so tense because right. Hoda was off her game on that. Yeah. I would agree. She went a little too deep on Jessica Simpson. Yeah, it's like us sometimes when we don't know when to shut up and ask a question. (laughs) Exactly, because you really can't figure out what question to ask. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so the the story that's out there today uh, is that she we're getting an excerpt about uh, her relationship with John Mayer, and maybe too, what we're finding out is that. well, we found out why she and Tony Romo broke up, but basically she met John Mayer when she was still married to Nick Lachey. Yes. And they struck up a flirty relationship, sending messages back and forth, and she was doing something similar at the same time with Johnny Knoxville, her Dukes of Hazard co-star. In November of that year, Jessica told Nick, I've had enough. Yep. And um, then she started her romance with uh, John, John Mayer. Mayer. So, you know, maybe Nick doesn't feel good about the fact that he didn't do the dumping. She yeah. did. That's fair, Lori. You know, That's fair. Because you're never really that. It's always it's always far better to be the dumper than oh, the dumpy. My yes. gosh. In terms of <laughs> feeling affectionately oh, towards the sure. other person. <laughs> you know, it's not as easy. So I think I think maybe he was really blindsided. Maybe. And and in in the book what you're talking about, kind of the John Mayer relationship is that they broke up nine times that she can remember and, and that she can remember. Wow. And she said, we were great on in- intimacy. We were great on loving each other. That was easy, but they couldn't talk to each other. Yeah, So they were great and, in bed. Yeah, yeah. Basically he wanted all or nothing with her though. And so she went to therapy when she got sober in 2017. And one of the things that came out in the therapy, because he would beg her to get back together and then break up and she wouldn't know where she stood. She didn't know what was going right. on and that sort of thing. And she then started a serious relationship with Tony Roma. Right. And you thought they were getting married. I did. And then and then um John Mayer would send her texts and one text he sent. He's just Tony Roma said, That's it. That and well, he saw it. Yeah, he, he saw, saw it and, the he, text. and he said, I'm done with you. Because remember he just like dumped her dumped where they her. were like practically engaged yep, or something. Her. They were such a cute couple. And then she thought, Well, this is a sign. Yeah, it I'm must be, be John, John because John's begging her to get back with him again. Oh, and so God. she goes and gets back with him again. And he doesn't basically want her. And basically what she said from her therapist that made her so, so very, very sad is her therapist said you were his obsession. 
and that he didn't love you. Yeah. And that she was like something, you know, this is a very bad, this is something that like Jessica Simpson is going to help you. People I will think recognize so. that relationship that they've had. Cause we've probably all had a relationship like that where, I mean, I remember this one guy who I was really quite crazy about, and I always felt like I was a poodle jumping up and down, going, Like me, like me, like me, like me, like me. And he always liked me in bed. Yeah, but never dates or Well, no, he did, but it was always like, I don't know. Like, he didn't really like me. He didn't really get me. He didn't really see me, but he always saw me in bed. He always had his eyes wide open for that. And so it is very off-putting to have somebody be absolutely crazy about you in on this one, one way yeah. and then the other way. But when someone does that, forget it. Yeah. Forget it. It's he just useless. He said it useless. crushed her. Yes, and it will crush you. Yeah. To, to try and get someone to want to like you. Right. And to see you and to think that you're all that outside of bed. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to get more because she's on the Today Show tomorrow morning. Again? Yes. Part two. Oh. The book comes out tomorrow. Open yeah. book. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I like her. I do too. Yeah, I, I do too. And I didn't realize that she met uh, John Mayer at the Clive Davis pre Grammy party. I bet that is a hot place to meet people. I would agree. Just right. in line to go to the restroom. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Listen, when we come back, we've got a lot to Hollywood to, uh, to speak today. These people you hear talking everything entertainment are Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 107.1. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood's speaking! What is the meaning of this? All right, Laura, what do you got for me? Well, let's just say that Nick Lachey might have been a little crabby by the time he talked to Hoda uh, this morning because he was at a Miami party on Saturday and uh, 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 page six uh, was overheard him saying, because someone said, hey, have you seen... You know, your ex's new book, open Uh book. And he said, I have not read a single word. Leave me alone. (laughs) I know. Talk to me about my love is blind show. Right. Uh, And no, she did not reach out before it was published. Well, she told Hoda that last week. Mm -hmm. I don't really think you have to. I don't either. I know Angelica Houston said that she let she sent Jack Nicholson her memoir parts one and two when she wrote both of them really good memoir like yeah for Holly I mean she's a great writer and he said keep it all in kid because she writes yeah. words and all about right their, their relationship 20 year relationship right. but 20 years is different than being with someone for like three years and four Demi, years. Moore Demi Moore Ashton Kutcher didn't she give him a pass or I don't know. If I thought she, she said she did. If she but did. But he didn't read it, I think he no, said or something. No, I don't he think he did. Oh, yeah. I don't but know. I remember something about that, but I do Bruce think... Bruce Willis, she let him oh, read it. Oh, there you go. I thought she said about... But, um, I think with with Jessica Simpson, you're telling your part of it. Yeah, it's your story. It's your story. Yeah. They can write their own book. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you have kids together. Right. Then everything changes. Yeah, Okay. Uh, here is uh, another one. Aretha Franklin's niece quitting as the oh. executor of the Queen of Souls estate. Here's, I hope my departure will allow the business of the estate to continue, calm the rift in my family, and allow me to return to my personal life. I love my cousins. I wish them the best. Yeah, she wants to return. She's an administrator at Michigan State, I think, or something. Um, but basically... Everything 
The four sons. Yeah, the four sons. And one of them is like severely handicapped. And it has all gone up in the air when they found the three other handwritten wills in the couch and in a filing cabinet. And none of them, you know, and they're allowing those. It's just created, gosh, money. Awful. (sighs) Maybe you don't want to be somebody's executor. No. You and, know? and and it says him, she thought she I think was doing a good thing, but the I just read between the lines the fighting. Fighting. Um, Someone thinks they get more than the other one, and blah blah blah. And originally, the brothers had signed off on her. Yeah, I know. Yes, until they found, found these the other, other two. The and in yes, the handwritten the one, Aretha Franklin did designate one of her sons. Yes. So that then causes. I back why out did too. mom like you? Well, I know who my mom's is. It's my brother. Yeah, because you don't get paid. No. Oh, no. And it's no, all no. It just sounds like a headache <laughs> to be is, an executor. Yeah. For somebody's estate. Unless you were an executor of someone rich and they gave you a cut. Yeah. To be the executor. Yes. To manage it because right. the kids are too young to deal with in case right. something happens or okay. something else. You all know? Right. Okay. Um, now, let's just go back to this story, Julia. Lauren Sanchez's brother suing <laughs> Jeff Bezos for defamation. And then also, where were the Clydesdales and the Budweiser ad? Someone, I feel like I might have seen them in something. Did anyone see the Clydesdales? No, we did not have a Clydesdale. No Clydesdales, Rider. no. What, what's the Hollywood speak on that? Are the Clydesdales like on vacation? <laughs> Taking a break. I, I don't know. I think it was a contract dispute. Yep, between I, the horse <laughs> the horses management and, team. I, I don't know. They didn't want to Someone put on new... Someone emailed us and wanted us to do that. Out, I like yeah. Okay, so back to this Lauren Sanchez, yes. who was Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon's mistress. Yes. Both of them were married. Yes. She has a brother who I, I think he's gay. And so I was thinking, Michael, Michael maybe she shared the quote-unquote penis pictures with her brother, kind of like, Winky, winky, because yeah. they were tight. Yes. Okay, it's the only reason I can think of sending a sibling that. Yeah, a blick pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine ever sharing that with anybody I know, except maybe me. And even then, you'd give me a warning. <laughs> I would give you warning, <laughs> yeah. and, and and I would never sell it. And then you go on and sell it to the National Enquirer. Yeah. But it, I think at the time you're my manager, and you think it's in my best interest. To get, to get this, this guy to right. get divorced so you can get your claws into him. And your brother will make $200,000 on it. or you know he'll He get, needs money. He needs money. So throw him a bone. Because you, there's not much to manage with your career as a helicopter pilot. Yes. And she's no longer doing any entertainment. She's doing it all on QuickBooks right, herself. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she throws her brother the, the, <laughs> the bone, bone, literally. Yes. Yeah. So to speak. So look at, and the brother's like, oh, is he good and bad? Well, How I'll show does you. she explain herself to Jeff Bezos? Like- she explains herself, and you read it all in what her response is to her brother now suing Jeff Bezos for defamation of character because he's lost clients. He has uh, lost this and that. He didn't have that big of a booming business in the first place. But in her testimony here, what her comment is, says everything. Yeah, because he wants punitive damages. He's suing Bezos and he wants punitive damages for defamation because he got investigated by the FBI FBI and they raided his house. Well, his sister gave him the picture. So Jeff Bezos hiring everybody to find out right. the stuff when in de- when it's his girlfriend. Well, Jeff Bezos had no comment, but Lauren Sanchez's attorney gave a statement to TMZ on her behalf, and it says, Michael is my older brother. He secretly provided my most personal information to the National Enquirer 
a deep and unforgivable betrayal, even though she's the one who gave it to him. Right. Like, is it appropriate to send so wiener that's a, pictures? That's a, that's a and, lie. No. No, it isn't, really, it isn't. because she sent it to She's him. She's just leaving that part out oh, that she and didn't, that he got these most personal <laughs> texts and photos directly from, from her. her. Um, it's a deep and unforgivable betrayal. My family is hurting over this new baseless and untrue lawsuit, and we truly hope my brother finds peace. Okay, so what she's saying in that statement, my brother's gone off the deep end. He secretly sold those photos to the National Enquirer without my knowing, but I gave him the photos. Right, he never would have had them. But it would be like me showing you the photos, but then you go and sell them. That's on you, I would say. But she's saying he's, it's deep and unforgivable, and we hope he has peace. So basically the whole family's broken up with him. To, to me, she's thrown him under the bus. To me, he is a much better case of trying to sue his sister for unwanted exposure to Jeff Bezos' penis. I would agree. Talk about a yeah. family betrayal yeah. to get a picture of your boyfriend's Boyfriend. lover's wiener. And then his text <laughs> that he says, to me, how can she inflict Jeff's penis on her brother? That's what he ought to be suing for. <laughs> Well, she doesn't have the money. All right, so is Jeff going to write him a check, or is he going to say good luck with the lawsuit? Yeah, they're not going to do anything, because Jeff is the one who keeps looking like an idiot in all of this. He does, because he keeps hiring, and he's not only suing Jeff Bezos, he's suing Jeff Bezos. No, Jeff Bezos looks like an idiot. I know, but he's he's suing Jeff Bezos, and Jeff Bezos' um, guy... Oh, the guy who... Gavin DeBecker. His private investigator. Yeah, his private investigator, who figured this out. I... I don't, it's so bad. He looks like an idiot for Lauren staying with Sanchez Lauren Sanchez. Says, Lauren Sanchez says, honey, I did something really bad. Julia, it's unbelievable that he he looks like an idiot he with does. all the money in the world. He does. He really does. And his wife, There's I no would think, would be laughing. About it. She is. She is sipping tea with her pinky up and laughing and is so glad that she isn't with Jeff anymore because I just think he's it's, must be insufferable that he would be so blind, blind. Yeah. That he can't, that he could be the smartest guy in the room and yet the dumbest guy. Yeah. When it comes he, like, where is your emotional intelligence? Jeff? We, we are <laughs> praying for him to have peace. I we mean, are? She, no, that's, oh, what, that's she what she says about says. her brother. About brother yeah. oh, they, there was originally, when all this broke about a year and a half ago, was it a year and a half ago when all of it broke? No, a year ago. Was it just it was last ago? February or But March. there are pictures of Lauren, her mm-hmm. brother Michael, and mm-hmm. Jeff all having lunch together. And they were the best of friends. Because Bezos didn't know that Lauren... She just thought it was an affair, so she was just probably, look you know, this. look at this, look at this, look at this. He has the Amazon signal tattooed on his wanker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you believe what? it? I made that up, Donnie. Oh, but I'm but it wouldn't surprise me. Of a reason to... Sh- no, who would ever do that? <laughs> Michael, take a look at this. Can you guess whose wiener this is? And then she gave him clues for days. Anyway, absolutely hysterical. It's, it's be prime. Hmm? Yeah. It delivers from an A to a Z. It's got a smile on it. (laughs) Very, very good. There you go. But that's a tricky one. That is a twisted net. We'll be back. I just...
Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.